0: Howdy, and welcome back to another episode of the one, the only effects pedal fan club podcast. If you love effects pedals, you are in the right place. I am Justin. I am Vince. And Vince, uh, we got a great episode today. Um, yeah, yeah, real stoked. Super stoked on this. Um, I'm holding in my hand the limited drop Petty John Mash. And so, Nate, actually, this was actually number, which is great. The serial number on it is Proto Deluxe. And uh, (laughs) it's so so cool uh, actually holding the prototype of this. There's only 45 of them available. And in this episode, we are going to get into it. And also, full disclaimer, I think for all uh, club members, Nate just sent us this just uh, for us to check out. Yeah. There's no strings attached. He sent us a return envelope uh, to send it back. Which I will say, Nate, is going to be very hard to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really, really, really good pedal. Yeah,
1: that was. Uh, I think that was my first question to Justin when uh, right after we got done trying it out, and I was like, did, "I was like, did this come with a return envelope or a price?"
0: <laughs> yeah. So if we if we uh, don't set it back, we'll definitely be buying it. So just there's also I'm speaking in it like trying to uh, dissuade or I guess clarify any relationship we have with builders because we don't want uh, anybody thinking that, uh, you know, I guess just so there's transparency in what we hype, but we hype everything. If you're coming to us looking for like the best pedal to buy, there is no best. There's no worst. We love all pedals. (laughs) We love all builders. You should just go get the pedal. Yeah. yeah.
1: If you're like, should I get this pedal? And I'm just going to,
0: yes. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) you
1: definitely should. Absolutely.
0: I guess we just need to clarify. This isn't a paid advertisement. We're just homies with everybody up there at Petty John. And uh, Nate was just kind enough to send us his prototype which is uh super super cool yeah. so we will get into that uh, episode here or we'll actually excuse me we'll get into the pedal we'll actually hear from nate on the hotline here in a second but vince what is new in your tone world what are, oh, you, what are you looking at right now
1: i mean so solving uh the power supply issue that i had was i mean huge for my my whole like tone game because yep. now i'm not dealing with not having certain pedals in the chain because i can't um
0: oh because you would because if you listen to last episode vince you'd run out of space right yeah so i would run out of space run a, run and out of power right yeah, yeah and
1: and the power would only i think it was only a hundred milliamp power supply on each output which that's but, not enough no it, yeah i mean the 150 is like where you'd want to be for you know most pedals and that covers just about everything and then 300 or 500 for the larger pedals for the dsp ones yep yeah um but no i got a nice power supply now that has 15 slots yeah like because you picked
0: up the is it the walrus audio phoenix i think yeah yeah. that's cool
1: and it's yeah super rad uh doesn't quite fit under my board where my other power supply did so i'll have to figure that out later but uh, i mean
0: it's it's a a big brick
1: yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a <laughs> it is. It's a but thing. that's that's kind of what I wanted because when I bought it, I was like, I'm not trying to replace mine with something that is. I, I wanted room for growth.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah gotcha, uh, gotcha.
1: Plan for expansion, kind of type thing, to where if I, you know, got a bigger board in the future and wanted more pedals, I wouldn't have to again upgrade a power supply, you know, every time I wanted to change something else. No, or that's, get a second one.
0: That's a good thing. Um, also, just this is funny because I was thinking like, oh. This power supply quest so if you don't know this vince is um coming from the world of rock and roll as a drummer and he has <laughs> fallen in love over the last few years his gateway drug was fuzz which i think is hilarious <laughs> but i was just we were just talking over lunch and vince's band is in the rock and roll hall of fame
1: <laughs> yeah that's right what's I the thought, story there vince well the story is so w- when we were on tour we uh going through cleveland we realized uh when we were looking up the rock and roll hall of fame that if you had um an album to give to them to put in their archives then they would give you free admission into the rock and roll hall of fame to go check it out and look around and um being a band on tour like we had records with us and so that's what we did we were like hey we're a band on tour here's our record and they're like cool come on in and then we get to go look around a hall rock and Roll hall of fame um and we ended up doing it every time we went through there because I can't think of any reason not to. Right? Yeah, yeah, for it, sure. It's something cool to do that didn't cost us money because we weren't, we didn't make enough money to like go out and do anything expensive. We basically, um,
0: you're basically eating at Taco Bell and going oh, yeah. to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, and maybe the occasional water park. No, <laughs> I mean no, Dang we
1: couldn't even do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we were in. The, so we have a few records that are archived in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think there's also a random band that one of the times we went there twice and didn't want to give them the same record. So uh, we had a band give us their record because at a show, there we exchanged albums or whatever, and um, I think we handed it to them to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't remember what band it
0: was. So you're on tour handing out <laughs> tickets to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. Actually, it does give some uh, credibility to the podcast knowing that we have a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee <laughs> as one of our hosts. So I'm gonna, I'm going to run with that, Vince. Okay. Um, but anyway, so we so you were going down the, pa- pa- the power supply um, kind of uh, journey last week, right? Yeah. So you've got some more space on your board. You have some more options. What yeah. are we looking at now?
1: I mean, I think I think we may have mentioned it last time, but the Electro Harmonix Seven Twenty, the looper. The pedal, looper, that's right. Yeah, I'm super pumped about that. Um, so when I got the power supply, I put my board back together, kind of the way it was and I'm still using the, the ditto, which I love it as a looper, but I like the idea of having the memory because I do kind of like record some, like I'll play a few loops and then play over them. Um, and I'll do some that stuff that's like in a, a clean tone or some stuff that's in a, you know, uh, has distortion or something like that. And so it's, it'd be nice to have those, uh, memory banks. So I'm, I'm super pumped on that. Um,
0: cause I think last, Last time you also took uh, home from the clubhouse the RC twenty, the boss RC twenty, oh, yeah. right? As an ex- as another way, kind of enter that world of more presets yeah. and stuff. Have you tried it all? At all? No. Okay. So
1: I mean, so this was due to the last time that we had been together. I pretty much was out of town for a few days and just like haven't been able to experiment as much as I want to.
0: Well, what Vince is saying, he was on a golf trip, I was and that on a golf also trip. is interesting. Over lunch, we talked about we're now entering. Uh, We're we're leaving golf season into pedal season when it comes to um hobby income.
1: Yeah. So I have a I have a hobby budget is what I call it. But it's basically, you know, my money that in the summer usually goes towards golfing and golf trips and like and I we always play for money, so there's always betting involved. Makes it a little more interesting. It's never more than like forty bucks or something like that. But um so that's always a thing. But then when winter rolls around, like that money doesn't go towards golf and it goes 100% just towards pedals oh, my wow. my pedal hobby which uh <laughs> I try to explain to Sheena but she thinks that money shouldn't go to- towards pedals oh man and I love pedal season Vince <laughs> I know so do I, I love pedal so season so I'm I'm really excited for the the cold weather to roll in and uh for the pedals to come in with it
0: oh this is great and also this is our first first uh episode here we've got uh, we're basically uh, broadcasting live from Portland because we have stocking caps on and hoodies Um, yeah, it's a little chillier today. Yeah. And so uh, awesome. Um, it it actually does feel good, but I'm also (laughs) both my wife and I are like, oh, we've had one day of this. We're done. Uh, let's go back to the summer, Uh, but we're, we're, that's not the case anymore. We're in pedal season here. Pretty much. We're getting there. Um, but Vince, this is what I was super interested about. I was out and about. And the, one of the few things on my phone that I allow, um, notifications to go through, is reverb. I probably shouldn't do it. Oh yeah. You know, I should just turn off notifications, but they send me notifications all the time and I allow it. But Caitlin bread just released the FX 40 soft focus shoegaze reverb pedal. (laughs) That's what came through as a, as a, um, notification. And I was at FedEx and I just stopped. Like I just didn't, I stopped walking out the door. I just stopped. I was like, I need to know what this is about. (laughs) So, um, I'm looking into it and, um, it's super super cool. Um, it's coming in at like two hundred nine, basically two hundred ten bucks. Um, it looks like you can pre-order it right now, and it'll be out it's shipping October seventeenth, twenty twenty-two. So, if you want to get in on this, but I am a huge ShoeGaze fan. Yeah, you know I love, um, you know Slow Dive. Um, I mean they're obviously the OG ShoeGazers. Um, super super love uh, Slow Dive. But what's interesting about this pedal? Is when you think shoegaze, most at least to me, shoegaze bands put their reverbs or their reverbs, their <laughs> reverbs, um, before their drives, right? So they're driving their um, overdrives with reverb, and that gives it that just crazy ambient washy stuff. Uh-huh. So, I'm curious what this FX40 is going to be all about. So, um, you could jump on this is a cool thing, too. I jumped on Caitlin Bread's website, and you know, they have like uh, product details, uh, videos, things like that. And then they have this one, like a uh, collapsible thing called, uh, a re- on your board or replace a pedal or something like that. Uh-huh. And it basically talks about, and I think of this as for all their pedals. It's just a neat feature on their site is like, Oh, what maybe what would be the suggested usage of this pedal or what it might replace or what it is. And I thought that was like a cool feature of a website for, especially somebody that's new to the pedal or wants to know how to use it. Yeah, that's, that's cool. So, Jump on over to Caitlinbread.com. You can check out the FX40 pre pre-order it if you want. I'm thinking, I don't know, I'm not, I haven't pre-ordered it uh, yet, but I'm definitely super super stoked on it. Me and the <laughs> reverbs love them. <laughs> Reverberation pedals. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Uh, is it going to be a limited? St- no, no. Though?
0: I think this is going to be um, okay. This isn't a limited thing. This okay. is a. This is just straight up was um, say, a I, new product of the line. Yeah, I
1: had a I had a feeling it wasn't. It, like an exclusive thing because then you would have pre-ordered it. I'm I sure. would have
0: it pre-ordered it at that point.
1: Justin's a sucker for exclusives. <laughs> I'm just a sucker for
0: <laughs> exclusives and scarcity. I've got scarcity complex. <laughs> FOMO hard when it comes oh, to yeah, that. Oh, yeah, it's a bit, definitely FOMO. Um, um, but speaking of exclusive, let's get into the uh, Petty John mash, right? Yeah.
1: That, well, first, I think we should hear them talk about this pedal. Nate, Nate? called in on the hotline and uh, is spoke about the pedal.
0: We will uh let you take a listen right now. Hey,
2: all this is Nate with Petty John Electronics just telling you about the Mash uh limited overdrive, uh, our our nod to the TS and the ODR1 uh classic uh drive tone. It is uh it is this it is the clipping is going to be what the a, a tube screamer and an ODR, uh, would look like. Um, but the EQ section is, is fully something new that Stephen created for this one. It kind of works with the EQ we had, uh, in the gold, which was also in the myth and the nutria where you have a, a semi parametric three band, um, with lows, highs, and mids. And then the, the mids, you're able to, uh, to, uh, uh, decide on a frequency with those first ones with these ones we've set the mid specific knee point uh but it's running through an inductor Uh, that's way more musical than our old three band EQ. uh once Stephen designed it uh it kind of blew our minds you know i i don't know of another pedal that does this um but cutting the mids boosting the mid is super musical um want to point out the lows and the highs are both uh only pedal runs from 20 to 20,000 hertz i believe the original tube screeners only ran from 700 to 2k so there's a lot more dynamic range that you can dial in with those highs and lows Uh, wide open on those is flat uh, because they are cuts only Uh, the mid having that knob at noon uh, allows you to either boost it to the right or cut it through that inductor Um, and then there's of course the ts mode and the odr mode um, they're not a very different uh, an ODR adds two diodes in a shunt um, to the same kind of clipping that a tube streamer would have and so when you're throwing that in it just adds a little extra color the, what I like to tell people is uh, if you can kind of hear the vowel response of, of the saturation the clipping on an overdrive the TS is more of an EH kind of eh tone and the uh, ODR clipping get a little more open on that, the way it responds. It's more of like a like ah, like a A-H. And uh, the TS runs two of the NOS Toshiba Blue Stripe diodes that we had in the OD that were in the original OD-1 uh, from BOSS. And then the ODR section adds in uh, two BA-282s uh, along with those other two Blue Stripes. Uh, Toshiba's um and of course the level control is there to uh at the end of everything to kind of uh control your output um I always like starting with uh the lows on this uh mash pedal actually like starting with them at noon even though it's cutting them a little bit it's closer to the original tube screamer setting uh with that that low roll off hard at 700 hertz in a tube screamer circuit so um you can kind of add some lows back in if you want to think of it that way, but really it's just we. I'm just closing those lows off. Um, so uh, a good starting point for me is the lows about one o'clock, the highs wide open, uh, the mids obviously at noon, and then of course I will play with boosting or scooping them, uh, and then of course gain to taste, and then level it out at the end. Um, again, just like all of our limiteds, this comes with a custom honey pick. That is the honey jar shape and it's actually an Oltex, which is uh something new they're doing, and I absolutely love it. Uh we just got them in the mail, they feel great. And then there's the custom dog tags that have the serial number of the uh of the mask that you receive. So other than that, uh I hope you all enjoy it. I hope you I hope you get a chance to try it. There's only forty five made and that's about it. So Thanks for trying out, guys. Uh, I hope uh, everyone listening is enjoying this podcast and uh,
0: have a great day. Oh, Vince was actually drinking water during that. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All good. So uh, that was Nate from Petty John. Um, it's so funny when you talk to builders how much how much more technical they are. I know.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I, when listening to it, I was uh, like. I felt like there's so much that goes over my head that they, and, and it's fun too because like it, you can tell he's excited about this and it's so cool to like listen to people talk about the product and or something new that they've done that they're like yo this is really cool and we're really excited and uh, like yeah a lot of the technical stuff about pedals goes over my head. I, Justin and I would talked about that earlier today when I was like it's funny when we you know hear builders talk about their pedals it's it's. A little different than when you and I talk about our love for a pedal because it we don't we typically don't get into that stuff because we don't know that much about it yeah yeah totally <laughs> but it's it's so cool to hear um it just how like I'm there's just so much more involved than I will like uh, typically
0: give credit for I guess yeah, but yeah
1: like not that I not that I don't but it's just there's always more involved than I think there is
0: oh yeah there's a yeah. lot involved Um, and you're right when you hear a builder talk about it and share their passion with like, Oh, here's the code we cracked. Like we didn't even know that was a a thing. (laughs) Um, but also I thought was really what kind of caught my attention on that was, um, the like, basically they have a platform that has probably one of the most powerful EQ sections we've seen in a pedal. Um, it's, it's really, really incredible. And so, um, when you look at this pedal, the thing that caught my eye or kind of caught my ear, I guess I should say was the mids, the mids control on this thing is, and it sounds like Steven had designed this. This is actually a new kind of concept and new design that is unique to Petty John. I have to say it is powerful. Yeah. I mean, it is incredible. So also another quick note is when you look at an EQ section on, um, and maybe all pedals, you should do this, right. Is figure out what the knobs do right are they boosting are they cutting are yeah. they flat you know where's noon what does that mean so one thing right off the bat was this their cuts so if you're just if you just want to hear your guitar you know unadulterated by eq you're clockwise yeah, right? yeah. so there's no like yeah noon or unity or anything like yeah,
1: that you want them dimed yeah you and, want it's, them dimed. and that's uh that's flat
0: that's flat that's yeah. given your that's given the amp all your guitar tone yeah
1: which yeah you're you're definitely right We're like i don't know if uh we typically have that information when we plug it in on each pedal uh i mean we i, I mean we figure you, it out we listen yeah, yeah. But it makes we me don't curious in the future too cuz like i might have to start looking it up cuz it, it uh it, it it gives you a better understanding of what's happening when you're messing with
0: it for sure right right and then the mids control the mids inductor which again we're not going to pretend to know what Inductor means, <laughs> uh, but but this is the interesting one because it at noon is flat, yeah, right, and so you can either scoop your mids, and you heard it. I mean, yeah. it scoops the range on that is crazy. So it's a fixed position or fixed, as, as Nate said, knee. So it's actually choosing a frequency, and you're either cutting it or scooping it. And they made that decision, which I think is, I'm not, I shouldn't be allowed to make that decision. Audio engineer should that decision. <laughs> and then, um, or you can boost it. And what was fascinating about it is you know, on, on my board, I always use that clon type circuit, right? Yeah. For that mid boost. Yeah. To like, as a lead, as a shaper, you can get that same effect just with this mids control. Yeah. Which I thought was amazing. And then listening, you know, it obviously operates in a tube screamer or ODR one mode. So those are two kind of clipping, uh, uh, types that you can choose from on this pedal. And, um, you know, we don't need to, you heard Nate talk about it, but the ooh versus ah vowel sound was, yeah. was fascinating right yeah
1: and you know we i listened to that message and, and then we played the pedal and it it was perfectly clear when we when you heard the difference and i was like yeah yeah he described it perfectly right. in in any way you could with words right
0: as best <laughs> as best you can um so that's that was a you know just an eye opener and um i mean so just as as you know obviously fans of pedals and fans of builders I mean this thing is really really powerful. Yeah. Where would you where would you use this pedal you think? In your kind of gain stage or how would you use this pedal you think? That?
1: Oh my god. That pedal is the range that that pedal has, that might replace two pedals on my board. Mm-hmm. You know, like to be really honest cuz it it just has so much versatility and it, it would I would put it first on my board probably and because i love the tone so much i would probably mm. see i don't know like because uh, i wouldn't use it as the edge of breakup pedal for me i would i would use it as like my mid gain stage so when mm-hmm. i want just um you know that uh, crunch tone but not going into like a distortion pedal like a crunch tone that would be this right. is where it's landing yeah, for you. Really, right, really good. Because
0: you're because your kind of gain stage is how how's it set up right now? So
1: like my clean tone is really, really, really clean. Right, like right. I don't have I don't push the tubes or anything like yeah. that. I don't. Oh um, yeah,
0: dude. It's a tabula rasa. It is a blank slate. Yeah, is yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: which uh, is what I like to mess with. And then my first tu- uh, tube screamer is the Car- Cartuccu amplification oh yeah um, the warmer yeah the warmer Yep. um and so i use that as my like edge of breakup um it's a tube screamer and i have it you know really dialed back on the gain and then i've got the petty john myth right now as the second game mm-hmm, stage so mm-hmm. i i stack those two to kind of get that overdrive tone that i like um and then i go into the distortion
0: so you're saying this might this could actually replace i mean you wouldn't have the I guess you could on your volume control the the amount of gain, but you could replace your um, your you could go myth because it has some of the shaping capabilities of that, and then you're warmer, right, with this one pedal. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I if I was if I was looking for a use case for this, and I was limited on um, space on my board, right? Yeah. This could definitely be. A great option for a single pedal lead tone. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Oh,
1: you know what's funny is I was thinking that right beforehand. I was like, here, I was like, here's the thing. I was like, if I couldn't take my board and I could take, you know, one pedal to go do something, that would hit the mark. For it would, sure. right?
0: Because like you know, I always use that klon type circuit, which in this case is the Wildwood Milner from Mythos, as like my boost, my shaper for when I really want to cut through the mix yeah. and get that lead tone. So you could have this just set and just go to it as your lead tone, mm-hmm. um, as is. So this mids inductor design, I mean, I mean, we have, we have seen a lot of EQs and this is a powerful, I mean, it sounds so good and it yeah. gets to almost that exact tone of having like a, a pedal stacked into a Clon. A, a if you're using your Clon as a shaping boost. So I'm really super stoked on this. And then, you know, you have both options, um, for the you know, the Tube Screamer-type clipping, the ooh, or the ODR-type clipping, the ah. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of gain on tap here, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was the other thing that kind of surprised because a lot of, you know, uh, the Tube Screamer-style circuits, and I've really only, like, as far as the ODR circuits go, I think I've only really messed significantly with the ODR1, the Nobles ODR1. I haven't played with any other ones, but, like, that pedal seems to have a more of a gain like more gain than uh, a typical tube screamer would have as well um yeah and then not, also the, not the, by default i'm saying it would go it would have more on the top the end. range of it yeah the range yeah yeah, yeah exactly
0: you. yeah not the default but um yeah and then also uh what another thing that fascinated me was speaking of like frequency range because i mean you heard on the message and like, i might get the numbers wrong nate was saying oh like an original tube screamer is like Seven. 700 to like 2K. 2K. And yeah. this is like a 20K range, which is <laughs> yeah. just the amount of dynamic harmonics, I guess, there yeah. that you have on tap is, I mean, these, it's, I mean, kind of mad scientist in our world. And I mean, again, you heard the message. They don't, I mean, they, it's it's great to hear them talk about it, but then you put this thing in use and you realize what it's capable of.
1: Yeah. I guess, uh, yeah, it's truly a pedal that uh, yeah. plugging it in really blew me away. Because I, I, My, my expectations weren't low by any means either. Like it's petty, petty it's petty John and I own a myth. Like they're sick and this one just, um, yeah, it's really amazing pedal.
0: Yeah. They're doing, they're doing things right up there. (laughs) Um, sure. So, um, I think we're getting kind of close on time. I know we need to, um, uh, uh, wrap things up, but again, just for clarity, you know, Nate was just kind enough to send this to us to check out. Um And he sent a return envelope or an invoice so we can either buy <laughs> it or buy it or send it back. So there's no, this is not a paid advertisement by any stretch of the imagination. Just really good people. And then also, I was, and this is funny because I was thinking, because they do limited drops, right? That's how you oh. got your myth, right? Yeah. So we bought that. Um And I think they do about 45 pedals. So there's only 45 of these, 44 can't, don't count the one i'm holding in my hand and so then if you were to like oh i'm gonna buy two so i have ts at odr options i mean you've got i mean you're buying well, you're almost buying uh i'm not sure great at math but maybe a 20th of the inventory at that point so um anyways go check out uh the folks over at petty john they always do great stuff uh nate yeah. and steven are both just wonderful human beings this yeah. pedal is rad and vince you any closing thoughts on this baby
1: no but if you're interested at all then you should absolutely get one yeah like because it, it's it's a it's something special
0: yeah if you're looking for a very flexible kind of um, shaper that is highly tweakable that sounds incredibly musical uh the this is definitely one to get um, and I guess you got to get on them soon because they're probably selling out pretty quick oh yeah yeah the
1: last out. few drops they did were went so quick yeah
0: so, anyways, that is it from this episode of the Effects Pedal Fan Club. I'm Justin. I'm Vince. And uh, go get that pedal, specifically the uh, Petty John Mash. <laughs>